Welcome to Three Blondes, One Battle. Hey, Tara. Hey, Nikki. Excited to be here. Although two yeah. blondes today. Yeah, for sure. So Tara and I thought that we would come on and talk about our journey and our walk with MS and um, how God's impacted us and how he really is an anchor basically to getting through every day for us. Um, Tara and I actually met in DC and um, I just moved out there and she introduced me to um, Dylan and I and actually my ex-husband's first church. So McLean Bible Church out in McLean. Um, so that's really, that was cool. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? I mean, it is. Doesn't it seem like forever ago? That was in 2004. In some ways. Yeah. But in other ways, I feel like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. It does seem forever ago, but yeah. Like so much has happened since then. So, um, I know, you know, when it comes to, I'll just give them a little kind of sneak peek when it comes to my testimony and my walk with God, like kind of growing up, um, I did grow up in a Christian household and, um, we had a lot of miracles in our family. And so that's really, that really changes the way that I view MS, um, and just the symptoms of this disease. Um, my sister actually, when she was five, she was having grab mal seizures, I believe it lasted about a year. So they, they just called it childhood, you know, epilepsy when she was four. Uh, and so when she was five, so, and she had got, had the whole like gear, right. The headgear, the body gear. I mean, it was embarrassing. I remember being scared of her. Cause I'm at that point I was four, if she was five, I was four. And I just remember being scared of her. And she, I remember her falling on the floor, like jerking all the time, not knowing what the heck was going on with her. Um, but just kind of being scared of my sister uh, at that young age. And uh, she was actually, she stood up in a church and they laid hands on her and she was healed. She, the University of Iowa neurology, they said, it's gone. We have no idea how she does not have epilepsy anymore. And ever since she was that age, she's never had a seizure since. So that was huge in our family. And then fast forward 10, well, less than 10 years, my dad fell 40 feet from a tree from a construction site. And uh, he was never to walk again. He was never to, you know, I mean, he broke everything. Um, and the surgery was almost a two day surgery, the orthopedic surgery wow. at the University of Iowa. I know. Um, he actually prayed beforehand and uh, he, you know, he did his best and he said, you know what? I think it's going to work. Like, I think he's going to, he's going to be good. He's going to walk again. And yeah, he's uh, 76 and he's been walking ever since that praise happened. Wow. Praise God. Yeah, so a lot of miracles in our family. And so, you know, when it comes to multiple sclerosis, I'm like, well, it, it's funny because I view it as, well, where's my healing? Where's my miracle? But I, in the last 10 days, actually listening to this living free with yeah. MS um, summit. So mm -hmm. those of you that are out there listening and you, you, I can't, you kind of missed it. Cause I, I think today's the last day, but it was a good 10 days worth of every right. Yeah. Every, every day there were two people talking about how they, uh, they beat MS, they cure themselves of all symptoms. And, um, so it's been really, really interesting. And the thing about what most people are saying, nobody's talking about God. So I'm going to, this is next year at the summit. Like I will be speaking That's about God super naturally. I, I, I like declare it right now. It's going to happen. I'm going to be the only one talking about God. Cause that was one thing that was kind of missing. I'm like, Hmm, there's energy. There's, you know, there's somebody talking about the universe, but a lot of the things that people were talking about, I'm like, that's biblical. Nobody's, nobody's talking about God, but a lot of how these 
principles, months. all biblical principles, all biblical viewpoints or. Well, no, but when it comes to the thoughts when it yeah. comes to what you tell yourself and what you speak out loud, yeah. Yeah. that's all biblical. They didn't mention God, but I would say every single person that is symptom-free living symptom-free right now, whether it's 10 years in, whether it's some, there's a lady in there that is almost 30, like five years into MS and she's symptom-free, but a lot of it starts with the thought and, and proclaiming, of course they don't use that word, but like saying, I'm fine. I, I like, I'm going to heal myself. I, I am done. Like I'm done with this. I'm done with this. And what you say out loud. And, and that's why I, I, you do it. And so does Bobby, you guys say my MS. And I used to do that too, until somebody on Facebook, one of my friends called me out. She's like, stop, stop claiming it. Stop claiming that. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I mean, I have seen um, physical healing from like even MS. I knew two close people that were, um, yeah, like healed of MS, like MRI clear and healed of MS um, in that way, like a manifestation of physical healing. But I also, I, I, yeah, I do believe like, no, we are, whether we see the physical manifestations here on earth or on the other side of heaven, like we are healed by his stripes. We are healed. We are healed. Um, God has a healing for us. Like, you know, just, just like the woman that reaches out uh, to Jesus and by his hem, like she is healed. Um, I think that, um, we are already healed of MS. It's just as a matter of what that looks like. Um, on this side of heaven, do you know what I'm saying? I, I guess that's my, and I do think there's a mindset, like I wanna, yeah, like, you know, I believe like, you know, like the, you were saying our mindset, like we don't wanna be like, oh, when's our next, you know, symptom or when, when are we gonna be this, this attack disabled, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and if you look at biblically, there was at no point in any of Jesus's stories here on earth did he say, no, I'm not healing you. Anytime somebody asked for healing, he healed them. So that's another thing that you're just like, well, at, there's no point in the Bible that that he, he did not say, okay, you're healed. And I think um, this actually, so this book, I know for those that aren't, aren't watching, they can't see it. Um, in this book, it says, in other words, God uses spiritual forces, which are not seen to nullify natural things that are seen. So this is the Bible principle of calling things that are not as though they are. So this is talking about in second Corinthians, when Paul says, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. So Paul's quoting David when he said, I believed and therefore when it comes to divine healing, this is a vital principle. We should declare to ourselves what God's word reveals about us, regardless of the circumstances of how we feel about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, I just think even in our journey here, like, you know, um, you know, if you're, yeah, I just, I just think I was just thinking about this, um, this morning as we were getting ready, um, to go live, but, um, truly like God uses all things. Right. And even if we had, we go through, you know, maybe we do ha go through a period of where we see RMS um, having 
physical signs or symptoms on, you know, of RMS, but God still uses that to grow us. I mean, I believe that God is using all things for me to ultimately um, be, you know, go deep with him, like surrender to him, um, really depending on him, not depending on myself to heal myself, not depending on, uh, you know, I guess I just, I think that there's also things like, I think we have to take care of our bodies and we're, you know, we want to do, you know, even like the summit, like do all these things to be able to have, live our best life, you know, have a, our, live our best life now. Um, but if something were to have, like in the times of having a relapse or maybe um, having something physically um, happen to our bodies with MS, that it's an opportunity to turn to the Lord, to press into him, to depend on him to look for his healing hand, to look for, um, yeah, just, yeah, I know, just use, use it as opportunities to give God glory. Well, and I totally agree. I think that, you know, looking back, do you think that you would be where you are right now? I mean, I think that we were pretty strong Christians. Like, obviously you met, you met a random stranger. What were we 24, 25? Like we were pretty young, 20, we were young. You didn't know me. You invited me to church. Like, so your faith was strong enough at that point. I know, but Nikki, it's funny. I wasn't a believer when I first was diagnosed with MS. I was just saved when I met, like, like I literally was just started walking my walk with the Lord with when, when I you met me. Yeah. McLean was my first church that I went to and, and heard the gospel. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So would you say that? Well, so yeah, if that was the beginning of your walk, then clearly like you've grown spiritually and you're oh, all yeah. in Bible studies. You're all, you know, you're moving all around with your family because of um, Mike's job. But I feel like you guys always have, you know, like, oh no, I have a Bible study tonight. And I'm like, oh. already? Or you're always, you know, witnessing to the younger generation. I feel like, do you think that MS is, is, do you think that because of the symptoms, not your symptoms, you really got a lot. You just said RMS earlier. Um, I, I, because, know, I don't know. How, okay. So I, that must because, be, I don't know why that's the symptoms, Like, do you think that that's why your faith is so strong? Do you think that's. Yeah, I think that um, I've just allowed God to use my life. Like, you know, it's an offering to him. So I'm not done it well. Like, sure. Like if I, you know, the times that I have, um, you know, just incurred, um, difficulty, um, or, you know, I just think even like, you know, let's say like all of a sudden I get my vertigo. Yeah. Like does it induce panic? Sure. At first you're, you know, you have a natural human response, right. but ultimately I think, um, we as believers need to like, as far as in my own walk, I look at it as I really am a person that likes control. I think that what God has used that in my walk, like I like to be in control of things. Right. But ultimately are in control of nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I think MS is like a picture of that. Like we have no control over our MS and we have no control really of over anything that happens to us or our lives. So, um, yeah, it just is like to have, I think it's MS is an opportunity. It's taught me to have an open hand to things to, um, I guess not to hold on tightly to whether it's, whether it's my physical manifestation or like how, like what's going on with my MS or other areas of my MS, but like my kids, my husband, my family, our moves, our jobs. Um, I, and I don't do it perfectly. I obviously 
make mistakes. Yeah. I have to turn back to him and yeah. Um, but, but you think, know, you know, that, that piece that comes from, you know, they always say you don't, you won't understand it until you've, you've experienced it. it. Yeah. Experience, yeah. Like he yeah. is like the piece. Get, yeah. Like that ultimately is what it is. Like, you know, when you're w- walking closely with the Lord and when you're, cause you have that peace. And I know at times where I'm like not surrendering to the Lord and where I'm mm-hmm. trying to do things on my own and I don't have peace and I have anxiety. Um, yeah. you know, because do not be anxious. Yeah. you know, um, present all of our requests to God and he will give peace that transcends all understanding. I think, um, yeah, I think, uh, specifically with our MS, you, you as well, uh, Nikki, like, I think that's too, like why you can just go through MS with not feeling it bring you down. And then that I think as well is you, like you were talking about all those people that were talking about how they live symptom-free with MS. Well, like if you can, you know, God specifically, if you have a way to say, God, take this from me or like live, um, just open handed to it. I think that helps like MS, it helps our MS, you know, right. It helps with the way we're living. Oh yeah, for sure. And so, and you know, some would say that, you know, if you, um, deny what exists, so if you're denying, okay, I was diagnosed with MS. So if I de- deny it, that is not true, but that, but, or what am I trying to say? So some would say like, if you're proclaiming your healing, this is actually what, and I need to get better at it. So I wrote this out like years ago and it's basically it's God's medicine. So you, we all know that God is the great physician, the great healer. It says that in the Bible, we believe it. Um, and if you speak it, so if you, if you speak these words over MS, and this came from a book that I read years ago, but I wrote this out and I got to get better at saying it. I mean, if it's medicine, I should do it a couple times a day, right? Just like I pop a vitamin, right? So I should be saying these things out loud. I'm not, so it is almost like I'm speaking what's going to happen, even though I don't see it yet. And that's the whole thing with faith. That's the whole thing right. with belief. Like I'm believing it. And things so I'm that going, are unseen. Yeah, exactly. So I wrote this out and it, at the top, it says speak death over MS. And so I say, in Jesus' name, I rebuke suffering of my body. In Jesus' name, I curse this disease out of or at its root. In Jesus' name, I command my myelin to be rebuilt. In Jesus' name, I command it out of my body. And then I thank God daily for my perfect health. Thank you for my perfect health. Whether whether it is or isn't, you're going to speak it because if this is medicine, just do it, right? Like I gotta get yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, that's great, actually. I do it every night before bed, but I, I should do it every morning and I should do it midday, right? And so, and then I wrote down Proverbs 18, 21. We have the power of life and death in every word we speak period. So we speak it like you have power over that. And so that goes back to where all these people that are living symptom free, they proclaimed it. Now, whether God is involved at all, nobody, but you know, there's power in, in what you say out loud. And so when people are like, Oh, so when people are like, well, how are you? You know, I cannot stand. And that's why we started this podcast because there's a lot of want, want like, negativity. Oh, yeah, negativity. And we're just like, no, like if somebody asks me, how am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm better now. I'm stronger today than I was yesterday. Like, right. That's all you have to say, like whether, you know, you don't have to say out loud, like, well, I like all the stuff. 
all the stuff. Like, don't say that. Say you're bad. You know, I, I, you know, and it's just like waking up and giving like, thank you, Lord, that I can breathe, that I can see that I can walk. I can still walk today. Right. I can walk like, thank right. you. Um, I'm better and than like, I was that's yesterday. That's what God wants from us anyway. Like ultimately, yeah, sure. He, he, that's what he wants from us. Right. To like yeah. our gratitude comes from like we ultimately want to live grateful lives that are, yeah, grateful to him for every good gift that he gives us, whatever it is here. Yeah. Um, another, besides Proverbs 18, 21, another two verses that are very specific about healing and about what you speak out loud is Mark eleven twenty three. So I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, will happen. It will be done. And of course, you know, uh, says to this mountain, well, what the heck does that mean? Well, to the mountain is whatever's going on in your life, whatever, like, Oh, my legs suck today. Or my, you right. know, you're, you're saying to the mountain, like, screw you. Of course they don't say that in the Bible. Go throw yourself <laughs> into the sea. <laughs> I'm not doubting in my heart about believing that I'm saying it's going to happen. I'm going to be fine today. And so it will happen. Like it says that therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it and it will be yours. I love that verse. And then Psalms 107 20, then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He sent forth his word and healed them and rescued them from the grave. Now, I think what that means is meditating on his word, um, right. actually opening scripture and trying to understand it and trying to have that moment of, you know, I do think that if you don't have that moment with him almost daily, I mean, I definitely haven't, uh, I've been pretty bad. And of course we all like have, you know, hills and valleys yeah. with, our, yeah. with our walk. But it's life, right? It's yeah. our life. It's the our seasons life. Of life. It's our life. You just moved. I'm sure you're not having quiet yeah. time right now. Like you were having quiet. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, the past couple of months. And it's funny because yeah. sometimes in the hard times we have a tendency to, you know, or when we're going through some difficulties, we might not be like, yeah, like in the word, like studying it or bring that, but, but hopefully our anchor, our foundation has like that, you know, that's why too, you have a community of people around mm -hmm. you too. Like if you're down, like you have someone saying, no, Nikki, um, you know, God has this, God's got this. Let's pray. You know, you have other people very You're so good at that. You've always been the person. Your prayers are so powerful. Oh, you know that, right? That's God. I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like that's God. <laughs> it's like, you're like, that's the Holy Spirit. That's not me. <laughs> yeah, no, not me. So good. Um, and then let's see revelations three, seven through eight. These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What God opens, no one can shut. And when he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. I have placed you before an open door that no one can shut. I know you have little strength that you have kept my word and have not denied my name. So good. Like it's okay. so good. Um, so hey, how do you feel like you were say you were walking with the well when you first got diagnosed with MS were you walking with the Lord yeah so I had just you know gotten married um and when we met and yeah I was always in church like that was my fun like I loved church in high school um college I had like good you know um uh, yes, I had a crush on some older college students, uh, in grad school. So of course, and they went to church. So of course I, 
I think that was God opening the door of just like, you know, I was kind of like, oh, they're so cute. Um, so yes, I stayed into the tra- you know, church in college, um, crazy, because it was a total liberal school, uh, University of Iowa. And, um, but yeah, so I would say once I moved to DC, before I met you, I mean, we really didn't have a church. So I mean, you opened that door of like, whew, finally, we have a church. Um, but when, it, when you were first diagnosed with MS, um, yeah, did you feel like uh, it strengthened your relationship with God? No, I don't because I um, because I just had that one symptom, and so and I still had all mobility, so I just went. So I still I still relied on myself. Right. So like I ran it out with a girlfriend, we went running that day and then, and then all my symptoms went away. And for four years, I didn't have another symptom. I thought it was misdiagnosed, right. Or five years until I, right. um, so no, not really. I would say once it started, and it's funny that you said we tend to lean, lean less on him when we're, when we're, um, sick or going through symptoms. I think that's the opposite. I feel like, you know, once I'm struck down or once something is taken from me, then it's like, Oh my gosh, I need you. Like, I cannot sit here in self pity thinking to myself, I'm never, oh my gosh, what if I never get this back? What if I never get no, this I back? Agree with, yeah, right. Yeah. You have to lean. Like, during those times, I meant like, yeah, like transitions or something like that where you're busy, like, all, like, I don't know. But yeah, I, you totally are like, if when you're down and like can't walk or you're sick or you're bad, like, you're totally like, God, I, I need you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's just, it's just funny because I've got one sister out here that, um, she's very, um, Western medicine. And so she saw me for the first time ever in my life, have an attack. And she's like, we got to do something. I got to, I know, I know a specialist in, you know, Philadelphia and da, 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 da. I'm like, it's fine. Like I'll be fine. I think to the outsiders looking in and all of a sudden they see that you, you can't walk. They're like, oh my gosh, what if you never walk again? It's like, well, we don't, well, hopefully if, if you manage MS, you can't think like that. Like it, like there's a reason in the Bible that says fear not more than anything else. Like don't fear, like he's yeah. got this. And so for, for other like outsiders looking in that don't have faith and don't have that walk with God, um, they think they were kind of crazy. And of course the Bible says that too. Like, like the unbelievers will. What a testimony and that your peace and your strength and your reliance on the Lord during the, the, that's ultimately, you know, what God wants from you. And like, it's such a light for other people to see whether or not they end up turning to the Lord because of that, but what a light for you to share that gift with other people around you. Yeah. So I think that that's why I can stay so chill. Um, and I never, and I hate sympathy and I hate like, don't, don't be, you know, like people will really have to ask if I need help. Cause I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna proclaim anything. Like I'll be fine. I'm just fine. And I don't know, like maybe some of that is stuff in it, like, uh, or, or maybe it's all belief. Like, like, you know, to the outsider, it could be like, oh, there's Nikki again, like Nikki stuffs everything. Nikki pretends it's like, well, biblically, like what I'm reading right now, like I'm establishing what God has said to be true concerning healing, even though it's not yet a reality. Like that's what I, that's what I'm doing. I'm not living in Nikki's la la land. I'm literally, it says you don't deny that sickness exists, but you deny it's right to exist in your body okay, I'm cool with that. Like, I'll be fine. And so I I just love that about God's word and just about, um, yeah, there's just such power in it. And if you can, um, man, 
I wonder how I will put a link in the show notes to where I got this speak death over MS. I actually did not make, I mean, I didn't make this, this came from a book and I just wrote yeah, it yeah. And, I, and I put it up on my wall. I read one book when I was right. I read kind of what, like one healing, but like book back years and years ago, I don't even remember the name of it, but, um, I mean, I think they're, yeah, ultimately our, the Bible we want to, like we were both talking is our truth, our anchor, our source of hope, our source of comfort, our source of strength. Um, but there's always value in books that bring in scripture and kind of, you know, give, yeah. And don't you think it's interesting that certain denominations, um, so I'm non-denomination, you're non-denomination, but mm -hmm. certain denominations are um, like evangelical, evangelical churches. Um, they have a lot of power when it comes to um, laying hands again, like that's, I grew up in a church like that. They laid hands on my sister and she was healed. So there's really power behind churches that believe it. They proclaim it. They teach it. My parents just finished a six week course. They missed one last week because they were in Milwaukee, but, um, and it was all about the power of healing. And I just, they wanted me to take it, but I was like, that was like 400 bucks. I'm like, I'm not even, I got this. So I got this little book. They brought this little book back for me. I'm like, <laughs> But I just yeah, feel like it's, I just feel like it's so it's crappy that you have to find those certain churches that um, not make it okay because it's all it's in the Bible. Like granted, speaking in tongues, it does say if it's got your elders, than, like hands, yeah, and yeah, healed, but, but but speaking in tongues, if there's if there's more than two people and nobody's there to interpret it, you shouldn't be speaking in tongues. That's what it says in the Bible. So there are certain things that evangelical churches do that you're like, but the laying on hands that's the thing. And I, it's just, it sucks that like, you have to find those churches. If you want to be, I guess, like, if you don't want to have FOMO, right? Like if you, if you want to be included in it, you got to go to those church. You got to find those churches. You got to go to those churches. You got to find somebody that lays hands. I know, um, I know in the black community, a lot of their churches do that. Um, especially well out here they do. So, yeah. yeah. And I think just, um, you know, I and especially for you, I'm sure you have seen as well as I have seen met, you know, one of my dearest closest friends was just healed of, but she uh, just healed of this. She had this um, like autoimmune type uh, disease, but I'm just saying she, she lived with it for years and years and years and then was just healed. So, but she had faith to know she was healed all those years, but the physical manifestation of what, you know, people saw here on earth, um, she had like, you know, signs of the physical healing here on earth, but she wasn't like lack of faith for those 10 years that God used all those years to produce so much in her. So whether you're healed now or healed on earth, I mean, I do believe like God, you know, wants to use, um, yeah, all the, all things that we go through here on earth. I got that tattoo on my back. So I like this part. It says, if you are sick, you don't deny that you are sick. Yet on the other hand, you don't want to always be confessing your sickness for that will establish your present circumstance to you. Denying sickness won't make you well, but by mixing faith with God's word, you are calling for the promise of God to be manifested in your body. And I hate that word manifested. I feel like the whole like 
you know, uh, new age, uh, woke Christianity kind of ruined that word, but this will cause you to be fully persuaded and healing is the result. There are some who would say you are lying. If you confess you are healed when you are sick, no, you're simply calling for healing that God has already provided, even right. though it is not yet manifested in your body. Right. What you are really doing is practicing God's medicine. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. Hmm. I like that too. Your body was created with the ability to heal itself. And if every part functions properly, it will. Some sickness is caused by chemical imbalance in the body and the part of the brain that controls the speech controls the secretion of chemicals to the body. This sheds some more light on what Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three: 23, he shall have whosoever he says. Um, you know, and I would say even that's where you can get to a point where like, you know, we can be thankful, you know, for a diagnosis of MS because what MS has allowed in my life has produced, you know, a closer relationship with the Lord, um, has allowed me to give him thanks for the things like you, the things I do have today. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm grateful that I'm still able to walk, breathe, take care of my kids. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And you know, what's so interesting. I know that I, for, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but I know you and Bobby know that like, it's been super hot here. It's been hot where you live. Um, and so, you know, before this living symptom free summit started. So again, today's day 10, I believe. Which um, I do go back and listen to all of them. I'm oh my gosh. So before it started, I could not walk. Like I was so, and I was blaming the heat. Like, um, we're not talking like I need solumedrol. Like I can't take a step. We're talking every step I had to think about, you know, it's like, right. Yeah. So, so you're, you're having to think you're having to pick up your, your legs a little, cause they're a little bit heavier, a little bit, a lot bit heavier. Um, but, bef- but once started, people started talking about your thoughts and how powerful it was, it made me question like, wait, I'm bad. Dylan's not here. I'm bored. I have no, like, you know, my, my child's with his, his, uh, uh, his father for the month of June. And so I just, I, I, there's no laughter. I mean, you know, I create laughter myself. I, I'll like, I'll find some, you know, I'll find some funny video and like what rewatch it like multiple times or find somebody funny, like John Chris, you know, he's just started a podcast. Like he's fantastic. He's funny. Um, but you know, there's a little less, so there's been a kind of like a spirit, right? There's been a spirit in my house, in my heart that I'm just sad. And so is it the hundred degree heat that I can't walk or is it because of my thoughts? And, and so I think the Holy Spirit put that on you. And so did oh, you just, so I've been totally fine since Sunday. Like we're talking like my legs are fine and it's just as hot. Okay. Okay. It's not the heat. So sometimes it, you know, going back to biblical principles, maybe like Yes, it is biblical, but the world doesn't talk about the fact that it's God because this this world is is ungodly and doesn't glorify God mainly at this point. Um, but it is the power of the words and the power of the thoughts. And I just I thought I would share that because it was um, yeah. yeah I'm, was glad like, you should. I'm glad you're yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh no, I don't think it's crazy. Amen. Like yeah. I know we're, we're t- actually, yeah, we're telling people like to do it. Yeah. We're not crazy. We just, it's just, it's a figure of speech for sure. It's just like, it's, um, it's delightful. Like it's just like, delightful. A, it's delightful. Yeah. So I think ultimately, yeah. I mean, I just think, um, 
you know, if we, even for those listeners that are listening that, you know, trust and believe in God and their Lord and Savior, I mean, I think people can relate to just knowing like, okay, God, yeah, God is in control of all things, of our MS, of our health. And um, yeah, and then our men, you know, just, I think God changes our mindset, right? We have to, the renewing and transferring of, um, transforming of our mind, just like we do, you know, in God, we want the old to go away and the new to come. Well, that comes in all areas of our life too, right? We want, yeah, yeah to be transformed in our thinking and um, yeah, our attitudes and yeah, I have a bent towards not always having like attitude of gratitude, like being grateful. So I feel like God has really grounded me in that. Like, you know, I, yeah, I'm called, no, God calls me to be grateful for the, every little thing that he gives me, you know, mm-hmm. just well, I think another um, good habit first thing in the morning, because I we did um, Bobby and I. I don't think you do. You don't. You don't have like a routine to like get like get our muscles like you know the whole like stiffness and stuff that we do before we get yeah. out of bed um, yeah. in the morning. But another thing, like as I you know move my legs over to one side of the bed and before I stand up, I like raise my hands and I'm like, thank you, Lord, for another day. Like, thank you so much. Thank you for this day. And so I think like just getting into that habit. You could say more. You could just say that. Like, but getting into to that habit of every single morning, like, thank you. Like I'm here. I'm thank you for the, another breath, another day to glorify you, another day to heal, another day to laugh, another day to learn. Like, thank you. Like it's another day. It's fantastic. Whether it is or not before you take the first step, like it's just like, you know, out of your bed, it's just like a good habit to get into for that. Um, yeah. You're getting your eyes up yourself and onto the Lord and giving, yeah. you know, that's where, you know, I think our strength can come from too, even when, yeah. you know, there are cha- challenging times, like, or challenging things that come up in our day, we are more equipped and more anchored to him to, to handle that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when it comes to a journey with God as well, music is huge for, I think both of us, uh, we, yeah. I mean, you didn't get it tattooed on your body. I'm sure you, would I didn't, I might, I'm sure you would though, if Mike yeah. would like let you like, <laughs> my husband might for me, he's dying for me to get a tattoo. And I keep on telling him no. he wants me to go on a date with him to go and I get a tattoo. And I'm like, I don't induce pain. Do it. Do it. Yeah. I, no. So I have on my back, like through it all, I will sing to the Lord Romans 8. 28. And, and that is really like, that has, I mean, man, you guys, when you're battling, when your, um, you know, symptoms are rearing its ugly head. Put on some you, music. Oh, if you've never listened to air one air one radio, um, you can get it anywhere. You can ask, uh, yeah, Alexa to play air one, um, or, you know, any other local, everyone yeah Caleb like it's so good I remember meeting somebody in Iowa and he's like I've never I had never listened to Christian music I'm 40 what 45 he was never listened to it so I took the Caleb which I had never heard of until I moved back to Iowa um I took the 30 day Caleb challenge I was like what's that he said well it's a challenge that you only listen to Christian music for 30 days and watch how it changes your life and oh my gosh, did it change my thoughts? It changed, um, it changed the way I show up every day. And I was like, that's awesome. So I would definitely encourage listeners if you've never turned on and it's not gospel. There's a difference between Christian music and gospel. We're not talking about like, you know, clapping. I, I think that you're, you just need to look into it. I don't 
think it's what you think it is until you start listening to it. And especially if you're a words person, you can understand the words, the words will, everything will kind of, all of the words, you'll be like, oh my gosh, this song's for me. And it'll bring you to tears. Like that's music. I listened to our church back in COVID when, um, we launched, uh, prayer service they actually have a prayer now radiant city and i have to give a shout out to my radiant church which i miss but i can watch we can put it in the we can put it in the show notes yeah so radiant city worship so they have um online prayer um 8 a.m they they broadcast live 8 a.m they have it at noon and um six as well which is just amazing that i went to such an amazing prayer and worshiping church i mean they're you know, that's what God calls us to do, but just like that music and that prayer and praying scripture, but then putting it to music is so powerful. So powerful. You know, just being God's presence and um, every morning at 8 a.m., just like, I feel like, um, and I don't, I can listen to it. I don't have to listen to it right at eight. Sometimes I'm at nine or when my kids leave and during school, I would always like, I get my kids out and then just listen to it. Um, and I just feel like it just like sets the tone for your day. Like it's just- And that's an app? um yeah radiant yeah radiant yeah, Church. Oh, yeah. you that sent it to me we'll put it in the show notes because yeah awesome. it's awesome yeah, yeah it's kind of like the that that would like actually be even better than the holy bible app I like I would rather go to that app than the whole the bible app yeah it's yeah right because see well that's just how yeah it's God's God calls us to sing songs and hymns over it like you know that's part of worshiping and praying and Hmm. Um, yeah, why wouldn't? Yeah, of course. And once it gets stuck in your head, like I know I grew up with it. So I'll think of songs when I was like six, right? Like, but, but even if you're starting now and, and, you know, introducing it into your thoughts, like it'll get stuck in your head and you'll start singing these songs that will calm you. Will chill. Maybe that's why I'm so chill because I listen to so much Christian music. So I definitely wanted to include that before we, uh, call it a, I mean, I think ultimately too, yeah, just like knowing, like, listen, there's MS is definitely a disease that is like out of your control, but to know like we can be anchored to a God that is in control over our health, over all things, um, brings like such peace and joy and um, strength to be able to walk through a disease that there is no, no, like there is nothing consistent or yeah. uh, trustworthy about it or yeah yeah well you just said uh and the good job instead of like my and you did it it, I'm trying Nikki you're doing it yes all right well hopefully uh our listeners have uh grabbed something that they can um be encouraged by but just turn to God like he's got you he loves you um he strengthens us daily and yeah. I mean, and you, yeah. and you have purpose, you have purpose, even if what, if what you're suffering with, you've got, there's purpose in it. And so just remember that. And, right. um, yeah. And, uh, I love that Nikki. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day. Have a blessed rest of your day. Okay. Bye. Bye.